We are actuaries. In a world filled with unpredictability, we use our math skills to navigate uncertainty. Actuaries make a difference in people's lives across industries and the world. Actuaries have the freedom to work anywhere. And according to U.S. News & World Report, we're the 25th top-paying career. Make an impact as a fact-seeker and a truth-teller. Use your math skills for good as an actuary. The world needs you. B-O-R-D-O-R-P-H-A-N-S. That's GoFundMe.com slash to support orphans. And tell them you heard about it here, Transmedia Worldwide. Right now, our next great segment here on our big program. Yes, that is correct. It is the world-famous Jiggy Jaguar radio program, 22 minutes after the hour, and we may be joined today in studio by the Alpha Complex. Still waiting on confirmation from them. I guess I should just check the Facebook. That's how I communicate with people. I don't communicate with people because I want to communicate with people on Facebook. I communicate with people on Facebook because they have to communicate with me on Facebook. So, we've got a great, great, great guest with us today. We're going to talk to them here in a few. Uh, That will be, I don't know. That'll be here. uh, Atreyu, by the way. Anybody ever heard of Atreyu, those guys? Well, they're going to be um, they're going to be part of a show in Wichita, Kansas, very soon. However, that's not what we're talking about today. <laughs> uh, IQ Alrazoli was scheduled to join us today in our third and final hour, but he won't be here. So we're going to run an interview we did last Thursday. We taped last Thursday with David Pakman of the David Pakman Show. David Pakman is a uh, I guess you wouldn't call him a liberal, uh, progressive, whatever you want to refer to him as. Uh, however, the other day I was uh, we had David Pakman on. I was listening to Rush Limbaugh as I do each and every day, and uh, <laughs> you had David Pakman on, but you uh, did you listen to Rush? What? Left or right, I believe they're all on. I believe they're all corrupt. As I sip my orange juice from my McDonald's cup, it is. Uh, <laughs> well, Rush was describing David Pakman on his show the other day, and so I immediately reached out to Pakman on Twitter and I said, "Hey, Rush is talking about you." <laughs> so I'm a wrestling manager. So Pacman went ahead and got audio from the segment and played it, but he mentioned me on Free Speech TV last night. So, of course, I have to play that clip for you. This April, TBS brings you America's Greatest Mate. And, of course, since it's YouTube, you have all sorts of commercials. So I will skip the commercials. The Pacman Show was discussed by Rush Limbaugh yesterday for about eight and a half minutes on his show. Now, he doesn't mention my name. He doesn't mention Lewis's name. He doesn't mention the David Pakman show. But a bunch of people emailed me about this, including uh, James Lowe, who's a radio show, show host, whose show I was on uh, last week, and said, hey, Rush Limbaugh uh, talked about your clip today. Now, as a refresher... Yes! Our little internet show that no one cares about, that no one listens to, according to Kenny Ballinger. 
Got mentioned on Free Speech TV last evening. Bravo. Last week, we did a clip which is called on YouTube, Embarrassing Trump Audio Exposes Him as Totally Clueless. And it's been doing really well, over 110,000 views right now. And it is basically a transcript of Donald Trump's meeting with the Washington Post editorial board. We put his, uh, Trump's answers up for you. It was obvious Trump didn't really know anything. He wasn't answering any question. He was deflecting, etc. Rush Limbaugh was sent this video. And he watched it in its entirety, and he commented on it, and he actually does an impression of me, which I think is a bogus impression, but we're going to play it all. I have condensed this. I didn't want to play a nine-minute clip for you. You can find the entire thing. We're linking to it in the description to this YouTube clip. Let's listen to Rush's discussion of our clip and his impression of me. me this reminds me of something. Uh, good job. Here, Matt, you just reminded me of something I saw last night. I received an email... A, I think it was a YouTube link, whatever, it was a video, to a couple of guys <laughs> who have an internet show. Right. Two guys that stand or sit behind microphones and act like it's the McLaughlin group. There's just <laughs> like two Rush. guys out there. I don't know who they are. They're, they're just, I'm sure it's a couple of guys in a podcast or whatever it is. Yeah. They came across, apparently Trump had a meeting with the Washington Post editorial board. And the video, the audio tape of this interview and a transcript of it was released. And the point that these two guys were trying to make was that Trump is a blithering idiot. <laughs> that he is the most illiterate on policy person that's ever run for the office of president. He doesn't know anything. He's incompetent. He is embarrassingly uneducated on right. basic things that somebody running for president ought to know. And they give three examples from the Washington Post editorial board meeting that Trump had. And the first example they gave, somebody asked Trump if he thinks that there is an institutional racist problem with policing in America. Right. These people wanted to know if Trump thinks the cops are corrupt. That was essentially the question. And Trump wouldn't go there. What Trump talked about was high unemployment in the black community. And these two guys that were hosting this show, look at him, he's so, he's so stupid, he's so dumb, he didn't even know what the question was about. He didn't even maybe know that there's a problem with policing in America. He, well, he didn't even go there. What a blithering idiot. What a fool. I've never seen anything like it. Why, the question was, are the cops corrupt or racist? And he, he probably doesn't even right, know what he pause it right there for a second. And this was sent to me. Do I sound anything like that? I mean, that sounds like an impression of an old man or something like that. Is that, I mean, I don't think I sound anything like that. I find that over the years when listening to Rush's impressions of anyone, yeah. they're usually not very accurate. He's right. really not good at impersonating people. He's just good at sounding like an idiot. The funny thing is, and I don't blame Rush for this, I, he meets a million people every year, I'm sure, but he talks about, this is some, some podcast I found online. I, I met Rush Limbaugh at a talk radio uh, conference made up exclusively of people who host radio shows. That's, I, I, don't, I don't blame Rush for not remembering, remembering me. It's just ironic that he came across this and had no recognition of it whatsoever and just assumes that this is just some online podcast. Funny, but let's uh, continue and hear the rest of this thing. By the way, 
by somebody who thought Trump probably looked bad in this. But I looked at this as a Trumpist would look at it. And I would think a Trumpist would see this as a trick questioned by the Washington Post that Trump cleverly didn't fall for. But Trump didn't answer that. But he also didn't defend the cops. He talked about unemployment. And these two guys hosting this little internet show, whatever it was, <laughs> just were beside themselves with Trump's ignorance. Yeah. And I, I watch this and I say, you know what? Um, he's answering the problem. And then he, and, and in this answer, by the way, oh, this really ticked these guys off. He, Trump, in answering the question about whether policing is racist or corrupt, started talking about fair trade and China and how we, where everybody's at a disadvantage because we're losing jobs. And I interpreted this as Trump sensing a red flag and going nowhere near it. Mm. Well, there were two other examples of this. And by the way, don't anybody go try to find this because I'm not going to air it. That's <laughs> The point of this is not to call these guys out. And yeah. since I've already talked about it, look, this is just as good as hearing it. Trust me, that's, you know, explaining things. And I happen to be pretty good at that. So yeah. you don't need to hear it. I'm telling you what it was. There were two other it was a 54, 55-minute interview, and these two guys hosting the show cited three things that just embarrassed <laughs> them. And these are guys, looked at their late 20s, early 30s, but they just thought Trump was a total embarrassment, total fool, doesn't know anything. Anyway, my, my point is that a Trump supporter watching this would not be convinced that Trump's an idiot. They would think Trump's brilliant. Anyway, what do you I'm think? up against... What do you think, Lewis, about this whole thing? He's right when he says that our clip would not convince a Trump supporter of anything. Yeah. He's right. Yeah. I, that's not why we're, we're doing it, though. Yeah, Russia's analysis is not crazy. I'm going I'm to say it's not a crazy thing. This does remind me of when Howard Stern played a clip of my interview with Pastor James David Manning, the Starbucks seaman guy, and uh, didn't mention our show. I'll remind you of that. I, I still think that this is better than, than nothing, but I, it would be great if people would mention the show when they're playing clips from the show or referencing it or whatever. But he says he, he, says he was in prison and was tempted with gay sex. Oh, then he's got a problem. <laughs> I think that you, you admitted in an interview with uh, Jenk and Anna over at the Young Turks that at one point... You yourself were tempted by what you call the gay lifestyle. What, tell us about that. I don't know about the gay lifestyle. That's an addition. I was in prison in my early 20s, and yes, I was tempted uh, to engage in a sexual intercourse with a, um, a sodomite. No doubt about it. Yeah, I did. I didn't do it. Listen, I thought about at one point in time while I was in prison of committing suicide. I didn't do that either. But I was tempted. But what? So, what were your temptations uh, brought on by? In other words, you were you're in prison. Hmm. You considered yourself, I assume, a heterosexual male. And what happened that made you say, maybe? Well, they basically go on and 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 talk about you know other radio hosts mentioning them, which is pretty much what we did here. <laughs> so, I don't know. Our brand new app is coming very soon. Yes, we have a brand new app that's on top of the new app that we already have. <laughs> you can tell we have a lot of money here. Because I've wasted it. <laughs> that's, uh, 
<laughs> just got how things go. However, all that aside, <laughs> we are going to take a brief time out when we come back here on the big program. We will chat about my Topeka experience last week. It is 33 minutes after the hour. It is the world famous Jigman Freud radio program. By the way, I'm in the process of putting together. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.